The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. First down goal for Iowa. Quick set to throw to Nick Easley. Easley scores! Touchdown, Iowa! The defender that had Easley is clear back inside, so Nathan Stanley just raises up, throws the ball on the prototypical bubble screen we hear so much about. Racino's the extra point. Typical Iowa drive. Ten plays, 76 yards, eating up more than four and a half minutes, and we're tied in Ames in the 65th meeting. Hello and welcome into Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Individually at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter as well. Hawkeyes Mike broadcasting original, unique Hawkeye, Iowa programming, podcasting online for over 10 years here at Hawkeyes Mike. Really happy to have you joining us here on Quick Hits. The Hawkeyes 2-0 after a win over Iowa State this past Saturday at Jack Trice Stadium. Hawkeyes have now won three in a row over the rival Cyclones. Um, Interesting week this last week. Matt Campbell, the head coach for the Cyclones, came out and said he's not going to call him Iowa. He's going to call him the team out east, and a lot of Iowa fans had a lot of fun with that since, um, well, Iowa State has Iowa in its name. <laughs> but it, it's good. It's really good to see this rivalry take off. Iowa was victorious last year, 42-3, to which a lot of Hawkeye fans' conversations have been centered around, you know, let's get rid of this thing. We don't need to have this rivalry game anymore. We need to move on. I don't really necessarily think it does Iowa any service or any favors um, when they get into the Big Ten season, because Iowa State, historically over the past 10 years, and longer really hasn't been a very good program as far as winning big games and having good records and going to bowl games outside of this game against Iowa. So it is a rivalry game. It's a Cyhawk game. I'll probably get crucified for saying a lot of those things. But again, a lot of Iowa fans think it's big brother, little brother. Iowa State fans think it's, you know, it is what it is. Let's just move on. Let's go ahead and get into the game. So big game, both teams 1-0. Iowa with a big win over Wyoming in week one. Iowa State defeating uh, FCS opponent UNI in a pretty decent game after a slow start for the Cyclones oh, in week one. But again, they got the victory. So should be interesting going into this football game. Going to kind of see how things are. Iowa State's offense is pretty high powered. My Montgomery's a very good running back. They've got some great wide receivers. You look at a guy like Lazard, who uh, will probably be playing at the next level, as well as Murdoch. These guys, Jacob Parks, now the quarterback. Joel Lanning moved over to linebacker. He's played well at that spot. So we'll see how things go. But, you know, ultimately, this game's set up to be a very, very good rivalry game. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, start the game with the scoring. The Cyclones, they start things off. Jacob Park hits Alan Lazard for five yards, 7 nothing Iowa State. Four plays, 50 yards. Two nice catches for uh, Marchie Murdoch in that first possession. Both teams started a little slow, but 9.03 left. Iowa State takes the lead. 4.25 left in the first quarter. Quarterback Nathan Stanley hits Nick Easley for 10 yards for the touchdown for the Hawkeyes. Ties it up at 7-7 after a 10-play drive, 76 yards. We're going to talk a lot about the drives for Iowa. Many, many drives. Three drives over 90 yards in this football game and one drive at 89 yards, plus this drive of 76 yards in the first quarter. Tie game 7-7 into the second quarter. 11.05. Garrett Owens, field goal from 24 yards out. Good. 10 to 7 Cyclones take the lead. 14 plays, 80 yards. 5:30 left now in the second quarter. Iowa gets the ball back. Their own nine-yard line. 10 plays, 91 yards, including a big 35-yard scamper by Akram Wadley. Sets up a 17-yard touchdown pass from Stanley to Matt Vandenberg, the senior. Iowa regains the lead, 14 to 10. Hawkeyes on top. 14 to 10 is your halftime score. Hawkeyes over the Cyclones. Jack Trice Stadium. Week two of the NCAA college football season. Hawkeyes won. 
1-0. Cyclones 1-0. Hawkeyes move to 2-0. Iowa State drops down to 1-1 after Iowa defeats them in this football game. This is Quick Hits around Hawkeyes, Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin. We're doing things a little differently this year. In the past, I've gone a little longer. I've drawn things out. I've gone through play-by-play. I'm going through things a little quicker. I'm going to go through the game. I'm going to hit, hit on the highlights, hit on the big plays, hit on the things you need to know. Then we're going to get into more audio, more interviews, more player stuff. And then we're going to go through the stats, and then we're going to put a nice big bow on things. We're going to wrap things up. So as I go through this season, it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to have a little some growing pains probably, a little bit of a learning curve. But ultimately, I'm really excited about everything that's going on at Hawkeyes. Mike, quick hits is going to have a mind of its own. I think once we get to week four, week five, week six into the Big Ten schedule. So should be a lot of fun. Let's go ahead and continue into this one, into the second half. Iowa with the lead, 14 to 10. Third quarter, two punts, open up the second half, of course, because why wouldn't they? That's how these rivalry games go. Get to the halftime, fill each other out, start slow in the second half. This is when the scoring takes over off for these two teams. Two punts to start the second half. Iowa opened with the ball. They take over with 12-10 left in the third quarter. 11 plays, 94 yards. That's their first of those 90-yard drives. Akram Wadley jumps over the pile. 21-10. The Hawkeyes take the lead. Touchdown Akram Wadley. Cyclones respond. 10 plays, 75-yard drive. Capped off with an Alan Lazard 10-yard touchdown pass from Jacob Park. 21-17. Iowa still has the lead, but the Cyclones are within a score. Iowa goes three and out. First of two in a row for Iowa. Iowa. Iowa State responds in between those six plays, 58 yards. Hakeem Butler, 30-yard reception for the touchdown with 52 left in the third, 24-21. Cyclones regain the lead. Iowa State back on top in this one. Iowa goes three and out again. Iowa State takes over. Fourth quarter hits. Iowa State's got the lead and the ball. Cyclones get the touchdown. Seven-yard run makes the score 31-21. A lot of Hawkeye fans feeling down and out. 11:46 left. Iowa, 11 plays. Another drive over 90 yards, 92 yards, including a nice couple pair of 10-yard uh, dashes by Akram Wadley. Touchdown, Nate Staley to Imar Smith-Marset, the true freshman out of New Jersey. 15-yard touchdown. Brings Iowa within three. 31 to 28. Cyclones get the ball back. Take over. Park drops back, throws it across the middle. Parker Hesse, the defensive lineman for the Hawkeyes, steps in front of it, picks it off, gets Iowa inside the 10-yard line. Huge change of events. Huge turn of momentum. Iowa cannot convert, though. Cannot get the touchdown out of it, but Miguel Racinos comes on, knocks a field goal through 31 to 31. Tie ball game in the fourth quarter. Cyclones get the ball back at their own 17. Montgomery runs for nine yards. Park drops back. Gervais, the safety for the Hawkeyes, runs up, makes a bad cut. Streaking is Akeem Butler. 74-yard touchdown over the top. Blows the lid off. It is Park. Touchdown Cyclones 38-31. to Iowa State back on top. Talk about a demoralizing blow for the Iowa Hawkeyes after the touchdown and then the big interception and field goal to tie it. Iowa State responds two plays later. Then things settle down. Two quick punts. One for Iowa and one for Iowa State. Iowa down 38-31 with the ball at their own 11. 2.54 remaining in the football game. Nate Stanley drops back, hits Matt Vandenberg for 14 yards. Wadley goes for eight on the ground. Incomplete pass. Then Stanley hits Noah Font, the tight end, for eight on third and two to convert and move the sticks. Two plays later, Stanley hits Wadley out of the backfield in the middle of the field. He scampers to the left. 45 yards later, one juke, two jukes, a big time truck, and he ends up in the end zone. Hawkeyes tie it on the Akram Wadley touchdown 38 to 38. Akram Wadley this year, a lot of hype going into the year. He's a Doak Walker watch list guy. He's a guy a lot of people are looking at as being the bell cow here on this Iowa offense. And the one thing I've really noticed these first two weeks, and Akram Wadley 
he's addressed this. He's going to address this here in a moment. He's really finishing runs. In the past, he's been a shifty guy, so he'll jump out of bounds when a defender is bearing down on him on the sideline. He didn't do that in the Wyoming game, and he most certainly didn't do that in this football game. Here's Akram Wadley on finishing runs. Senior running back for the Iowa Hawkeyes has really been doing a good job of that so far this year. You see Coach Doyle on the sideline, you know, vertical and violent, and, and you always talk about how the best backs, you know, period, finish their runs, and that's all we talk about. And I know you're going to be mad because one of the runs that stepped out of bounds, he, he don't like stepping when we step out of bounds. Wadley in the end zone, tie ball game, 38-38. Iowa State gets the ball back, but they elect to go ahead and run the ball on third and long. We go to overtime. Cy-Hawk game, overtime, Iowa State. Well, they lose the toss. Iowa wins it. They elect to go on defense. Iowa State starts with the football. They cannot convert. The defense steps up huge after really, really struggling in that second half, giving up a ton of points, especially in that fourth quarter. Here's Josie Jewell on the defensive side of the ball getting a huge stop in overtime. Time to uh, to only allow Iowa State to get the field goal. Yeah, I think it's just you know try to focus in, understand you know this is our last shot. And this is your last game ever against against them for some of the seniors. You try to really focus down and understand you know this is this is it. So you better you know you better come up with some plays. Cyclones up 41-38. Iowa takes over. It's overtime. Touchdown wins the game. Field goal ties it, goes to a second overtime. Iowa gets the ball. They're on 25. Incomplete pass on first down. Then Wadley goes for six yards. Nate Stanley drops back. Hits Nick Easley again for 10 yards this time. Gets the first down. Moves the chains. Uh, Butler, four-yard run. Second goal from the five. Little miscommunication. Not sure what's going on. Iowa State elects to call a timeout as the clock is expiring. It looked like it was going to be a delay of game on Iowa, but the Cyclones take a timeout. Second and five. Stanley drops back, rolls to the right. The freshman, Amir Smith-Marset, already has a touchdown on the day. He curls, goes out to the right, pass. In the end zone, touchdown. Smith-Marset gets the touchdown, wins the football game for the Hawkeyes. Sophomore to freshman. Iowa wins the football game. What an unbelievable finish in overtime. What a terrific, terrific play by Stanley to Smith-Marset. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the game on that final play, which sealed the deal, sealed the fate of the Cyclones, and propelled Iowa to go 2-0. You, you know, it's a play we put in during the week that we felt pretty good about. So just, it's like anything else. You hope you get the look that you want. You don't always get it. Sometimes uh, you do. So we got the look, and we just, uh, yeah, we out-executed them on that. They out-executed us on the field big, too. One of the things that a lot of people are going to look at in this football game is Nate Stanley's composure and what he was able to do to stay cool, calm, and collected, or at least look the part at the end of the game. And here's Kirk Ferentz after the game uh, discussing that. He compares him to a very recent quarterback who had a lot of success in the black and gold. Here's Kirk Ferentz on his sophomore quarterback, Nate Stanley. You know, the first time we've been on the road, first time a lot of our guys have been on the road, this is such a tough environment for us to come into. So for him to play the way he played in this environment, I think that just uh, says a lot. I just saw a flashback to C.J. Beathard uh, two years ago, making some really big plays for us here. And, you know, you come out of that game feeling like, hey, man, this guy's, uh, this guy's got something to him. There you have it. The Iowa Hawkeyes victorious 44-41 to over the Iowa State Cyclones in the Cyhawk Series game. We're going to hear from more players, including Akram Wadley, Nate Stanley, as well as Josie Jewell, here coming up in a little bit on Quick Hits. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes. Guys, Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. When we return, we're going to go ahead and through, go through the game stats as well as individual stats. We'll hit the Big Ten scoreboard around the league as well. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. Don't go anywhere. Come on back. Stanley to throw to Vandenberg, the senior. He leaps and he makes it.
makes the catch, diving into the end zone. 17-yard touchdown for Vandenberg, extending the arms for the score in the first Iowa lead. You figure he'd have a score against Iowa State. It's his third touchdown against the Cyclones in his career, and Iowa has its first lead of the game with 52 seconds to go in the first half. Vandenberg's happy, and so are the Hawkeyes. Hawkeye's mic programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Kulik and Wadley in the backfield from the one for Iowa. Wadley soaring in. Touchdown, Hawkeyes. You're not going to believe this, but the Iowa Hawkeyes use the tight ends in the running game to go down the field in 90-plus yards. I know it's shocking. <laughs> Two of the last three drives have gone 90 yards plus for a touchdown to the end zone. The Hawkeye machine is rolling 21-10. Welcome back to Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter HawkeyesMike.com Hawkeyes Mike broadcasting Iowa programming for over 10 years here at Hawkeyes Mike looking forward to another fantastic season our second edition of Quick Hits the Hawkeyes win in week two over the in-state rival the Iowa State Cyclones 44 to 41 big touchdown pass five yards in overtime Nate Stanley hits the freshman Amir Smith-Marset for the score Iowa victorious by three points let's go ahead and get into your game stats Total yards for the Cyclones, 467 total yards. It was not a bad day offensively for Iowa State. Passing yards, 347. Rushing yards, only 120. But Jacob Park was 25 of 46. He did have one interception, threw a few touchdowns in the game as well. We'll get into some individual stats coming up as well. Turnovers. Iowa State had the only turnover in the football game. Penalties. Very interesting. Iowa had 10 penalties for 84 yards. Iowa State, only two penalties, 15 yards on those penalties. Time of possession. The Hawkeyes dominated. At 3707 to 2253. Iowa had 29 first downs. Iowa State had 22. Total yards, Iowa had 497. 333 of those were passing. 164 of those were rushing. Let's go ahead and get into some individual statistics. Let's we'll start on the Cyclones side. Jacob Park, the quarterback, 25 of 46, 347 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. That's quarterback rating of 67.5. Into the third quarter, Jacob Park's quarterback rating was very high, up in the 140s and 150s. He finishes at 67.5. Rushing, David Montgomery, 20 carries, 112 yards and one touchdown. Mike Warren had four touches for 15 yards. Jacob Park had two carries for negative seven yards. Iowa State receivers, Akeem Butler had five catches to lead the way, 128 yards and two touchdowns. Marchie Murdoch had four catches for 68 yards. David Montgomery out of the backfield had 553. Matthew Eaton had two catches for 39. Alan Lazard had six for only 23 yards, but he did make them count. He did have two touchdowns on the day. Trevor Ryan had a catch for 19. Chase Allen had a catch for nine, and Deshante Jones had one catch for eight yards. Let's switch over to the Iowa side of things. Nate Stanley, the sophomore quarterback, 
27 of 41, five touchdown passes, zero interceptions. That's a rating of 86.9. Iowa rushing, Akram Wildy the senior, 28 totes, 118 yards, and a touchdown. James Butler, 10 carries, 37 yards. Amir Smith-Marset had a, it was interesting, he had a jet sweep, play a reverse after fumbling last week. He got seven yards on it. They went back to him the very next week. He had a big game uh, receiving-wise, too. Stanley had two two rushes for two yards. Let's go ahead and get into the receiving side of things. Akram Wadley, 72 yards on four catches, had the big touchdown in the second, in the fourth quarter to put it into overtime. Easily seven catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown. He continues to have a nice season after a couple games. Matt Vandenberg, three catches, 42 yards, and a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson, he had two catches for 41 yards. Hawkinson getting involved a little bit. And then the other guy we talked about a little bit ago, Amir Smith-Marset, four catches, 36 yards, and two touchdowns. This kid is a true freshman wide receiver. You don't see that all that often at Iowa. They they bring in these skill guys, and you just you just don't see it. And I think a lot of the guys around the program are really starting to feel what Amir Smith-Marset can do. And one of those guys is Akram Wadley. He was asked after the game about Smith-Marset, and here's the senior Wadley talking about the freshman wide receiver, Smith-Marset. Jersey, man, he's really resilient. He's a tough guy. He got a lot of heart. And just how he bounced back from last week, you know, he, he kind of hated himself. But, you know, he's a strong-minded guy. Coach, Coach Brian told him he in practice we was going to come back to him, and he did. He said, just don't, don't, let, don't drop it the second time. Again, the freshman, four catches, 36 yards, and two touchdowns. Noah Font, the tight end, had three grabs for 30 yards. Drake Kulik out of the backfield had two catches for 29 yards. Uh, James Butler had a catch for 26, and Peter Picard had a catch for nine. One fumble on the day for the Iowa Hawkeyes. That was Hawkinson, but it was recovered by Iowa. Let's get into the defense. Parker Hesse led the way. Defensive MVP, seven tackles, five of them solo. Parker Hesse had a very, very big play in this football game, that interception, which set Iowa up for that field goal to be able to tie it. The senior leader, Josie Jewell, seven total tackles, three of them solo. He missed a lot of tackles. A lot of Iowa players missed a lot of tackles, and it's one of those things that they win the game, so it's time to learn, and they have to try and grow from this. So here's Jewell after the game talking about what they need to do going forward. You could sense in his voice here a little bit a little bit of disappointment, but at the same time, they won. So here's Jewell talking about uh, things after the Iowa State victory. I wish it washed away all the missed tackles I had, missed tackles our defense had, but uh, you know, it's something to learn from, I think. We had, a, we had a great opportunity today to come in, um, you know, get thrown around a little bit on the defense side of the ball, get, you know, missed tackles, missed opportunities, missed assignments, um, and really come away with an understanding of what we need to get better at um, and how we need to fill the void. The senior, Josie Jewell. Joshua Jackson had six tackles. Four of them were solos. Jake Gervas had six tackles. Bo Bauer had six tackles. Ben Neiman had four. Anthony Nelson had four. Michael Ohamudia had four as well. Matt Nelson had had three. Nathan Budgeta had three. Miles Taylor with three. Sam Brinks had three. Manny Regumba had a couple tackles. Uh, Aaron Menz had a couple tackles. Uh, Brady Reef, Nick Neiman, Geno Stone, Ivory Kelly Martin, Boone Myers, Sean By- A lot of guys got involved. Uh, AJ Epineza did have a tackle, and it was a half of a sack um, on the game as well. He he had a quarterback hurry as well in there as well. I know a lot of people want to know what, what um, A.J. Epineza has been able to do. He was disruptive. Iowa was not disruptive on the defensive side of the ball. They did not put a lot of pressure on Jacob Park, and that's one of the reasons Park was able to have as much success as he was able to. But either way, Iowa wins the football game 44-41. to This is a huge, huge football game for the entire state. Everybody knows it. Kirk Ferentz knows it. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the game talking about the gravity of this football game and what it means to the state of Iowa. A lot of talk about this game, and I think it's so good for our entire state. There's no doubt about that. And today, certainly, this game lived up to all that. Right? It was a, a heck of a football game. Both teams you know, competed extremely hard. It was hard fought, uh, back and forth, obviously. And you know, both teams really left everything they had out there. So, you know, we're just uh, really pleased to come out of the win. We told our guys uh, start of the week that you know you, 
But it's a trophy game anyway, you earn it. That's the only way you do it. You gotta go out and you gotta fight, you gotta fight hard. It took everything we had today, certainly. So while there's a lot of things that we need to improve on, I think it was pretty evident, and uh, just like last week, uh, the thing our guys are doing is they're playing hard, they're playing together, and they fight to the end. So, you know, if we can continue to do that, we got a chance to, to shape into a pretty good football team. But uh, again, both teams uh, competed extremely hard. I'm extremely proud of our team. I thought they, and coaches, they just, uh, you know, stayed the course, and fought right through the end. That's, that's what it took to win today. One of the other things that'll that'll I guess is a is a negative for Iowa in this football game is there were five or six times where Nate Stanley overthrew his wide receiver and that's something Iowa struggled with last year. CJ Beathard had a number of times where he overthrew receivers. You could chalk it up to a number of things. You could chalk it up to the lack of speed in the wide receiving core. You can chalk it up to the lack of um, protection. You could chalk it up to just pure arm strength. There's a lot of different ways you can look at it, but Nate Stanley's gonna have to get dialed in at some point this year and he's gonna have to hit those long balls. There were a couple times where he had open receivers deep. And he hit, and if he hits them, they're gone. Uh, you could think of Noah Fine had a couple of them. Um, Matt Vandenberg had one. I mean, it, it, it's up and down. So he's got to be able to hit those receivers in space. But after the after the fact, he he owned it. I mean, this is Nate Stanley after the game talking about those big misses and how he's got to hit those plays and how he's got to get dialed in. Here's Stanley talking about those big plays and those big deep throws that he wasn't able to make against Iowa State. I mean, obviously it's difficult, but uh, you don't really have much time to to think about it and dwell on it. So uh, you know, just Coach O'Keefe on the sideline. Uh, just talking over over it for maybe 10, 15 seconds, and then we just move on to the next place. The guy throws five touchdowns, and we're, we're talking about the negatives, and they win the football game. 44-41, to 41, the Iowa Hawkeyes victorious. They move to 2-0. and 0. Iowa State moves to 1-1, one and one, win over UNI, lost to Iowa. Iowa now leads the overall rivalry 43-22. to 22. Iowa's won the last three and seven of the last ten. I know a lot of Hawkeye fans don't like the criticism of Kirk Ferentz. A lot of people have. That is, you know, he hasn't really wanted to beat Iowa State. He hasn't shown this devotion to Iowa State like he does others. And look, Iowa has a lot of rivals. I mean, they play these rivalry games, these trophy games. They play Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa State, Nebraska has a has a trophy now. It's really tough to get up for every game, especially early in the year, because Kirk Ferentz's philosophy, as we all know, is use these non-con games to get ready for the Big Ten's conference schedule, because that's when you make your hay. And I think there's really been an emphasis lately on winning this football game. I think you saw it the last two years, especially with the 42-3 to victory last year. And then there was, a, there was a little bit extra after this one. They did win in overtime. They struggled at times. This Iowa State team is a lot better than a lot of people thought that they, that they were going into the year. you got to give Iowa State credit. They made plays when plays needed to be made, and I think they're going to beat some teams this year that nobody thinks they're, they're going to beat, and that's a good thing for Matt Campbell. That's a good thing for the Cyclone fan base, but there's a little bit here in this rivalry. The conversation is probably going to shush for a little while as far as getting rid of this rivalry. Um, that's what an overtime game will do for you. It was a heck of a football game. It really was from start to finish, really. I mean, guy, teams felt each other out for the first quarter then they went back and forth tie game late uh, Iowa State looked like they had it with six minutes left they're up 10 Iowa figures out a way to score tie it back up after a big interception big turnover then they get into overtime and Iowa's defense which everybody talked about all week long who had already given up 38 points they stand tall and they make a stop and then the offense gets on there and Nate Stanley makes a big play so it was a heck of a football game I think it's a great it goes right up there in the NLs as far as the, the greatest football games Iowa and Iowa State 
have played. It's not the best, I don't think. You look back at, I mean, there's been a ton, uh, especially recently, <laughs> but this one's this one's up there. It was a heck of a football game. We're very, very fortunate that we were able to watch it this last weekend, and I hopefully this rivalry can continue to get better. I think it will with the fact that Matt Campbell's there now. I think Iowa State's going to continue to improve. So that's going to do it for me here on Quick Hits. This is Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Thank you very much for listening. We're going to be back next week. Iowa has North Texas, and then in two weeks, Iowa is going to start the Big Ten schedule. Uh, should be tough. At home, number four, Penn State. Penn State looked pretty good against a, a pretty stout Pittsburgh team this past weekend. So should be interesting to see how things go going forward. Before I wrap this thing up on quick hits, I like to go through the Big Ten conference scores for the week. Uh, Purdue played on Friday night. They were victorious over Ohio, 44-21. to A big game, big loss for the Big Ten on Saturday evening in Columbus. College game day was there to see it. 31, Oklahoma, 16, Ohio State. Number five Sooners over number two, Ohio State. That's a that's an interesting one because Ohio State routed Oklahoma last season. Um, as I mentioned, Penn State was victorious over Pittsburgh at home, 33-14. to Michigan got a victory over Cincinnati, 36-14 as well. Wisconsin was winner over Florida Atlantic. Uh, not a great game for Wisconsin, but they won 31-14. to Northwestern demolished by the Dukies, 41-17 to Duke over Northwestern. Maryland won 63-17 over Towson. Indiana with a nice feather in their cap win, 34-17 over Virginia. Michigan State got a win over Western Michigan, 28-14. Rutgers fell to Eastern Michigan, 16-13. Nebraska couldn't quite do it. They got a touchdown in the fourth quarter, um, but they couldn't overcome a 42-14 deficit at halftime. 42-35 was the final score in that football game. Illinois beat Western Kentucky. 20 to 7 and PJ Fleck 2 and 0 in Minnesota as their head coach 48 to 14 impressive win a couple nice turnovers in that game for the Gophers over Oregon State so there you have it Iowa 44 Iowa State 41 that's going to do it this is quick hits here on Hawkeyes Mike I'm your host Tyler Chumlin we'll be back next week be sure to tune in to all the great stuff on Hawkeyes Mike coming up this week reporters notebook predictions stat smackdown all kinds of good stuff HawkeyesMike.com following us on Twitter as well at Hawkeyes Mike right to ESPN for clips you in this program. That's going to do it. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And broadcast school has really paid off. Are you looking for a new, rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour, including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll-free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage, including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll-free 1-800-383-7663. 383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC.